Hey, hello, what's up? I am sorry, it's been a crazy couple of weeks and I have not been able to be here as much as I wish I could be. But welcome back to Cast. My life has shifted a gear on the old adult life thing happening in like every way at the same time, which is fantastic. Love it when that happens. You know, it's like the whole, um, you wait ages for a bus and then three come at once. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. Except instead of getting on the bus, I got hit by them. In like a comedic way though, not in like a dramatic way. In like a way that after it's happened, I, I just get back up, brush myself off and look into the camera and go, why does this always happen to me? There's that kind of thing. Dude, I fully believe that when you're going through absolute hell, making hell funny is the best thing to do. And by no means is that me saying, oh, you should just be positive and not see the bad side. No, 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 no. See the bad side. The bad side is there. Totally embrace how ass the situation is and just laugh at how ridiculous it is when it gets worse because it usually does before it gets better. It really does help, man. It really does help. Well, I'm still here anyway. So, there's the tried and tested method. But yeah, I'm not in a place in my life anymore to be able to come on and talk to you and pretend everything's okay, because that totally goes against what I do this for. Obviously, I don't need to tell you about what's going on, but I can be here and I can say, stuff kind of sucks right now, but we're going to get on with it anyway. Doing this is one of the best things I've ever done and I want to make the time for it and I want to make the headspace for it. So if I can, then I will. So this is one of those weeks where I don't have a lot of time to hang out, but I wanted to stop in and I wanted to let my mind sort of run rampant for a bit and um, just let you know that if you're listening to this as a bit of escapism, I empathize with you massively. <laughs> and I hope you leave here a bit more chilled, and with that, weight on your shoulders a little bit lighter. So today is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, it's just going to be four words, because life is demanding me in other areas at the moment. So until I figure out how to clone my voice, um, <laughs> we're just going to have a, we're just going to have the odd shorter episode. I'd actually have to figure out how to clone my brain as well, I guess. If you care about what I'm saying. I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting thing, actually. Do you reckon you can replicate neurodivergency? Do you reckon that's a thing? Mind you, actually, thinking about it, most computers have to, ad uh, have to adhere to a strict set of rules <laughs> anyway. So they probably have more in common with 
the Nizzy D than 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 the standards anyway. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't hung out here before, interesting episode to choose. I probably wouldn't choose this one. I'd go back and listen to episode one or something. But either way, how it works is. I use a random word generator to generate some random words, usually five, today four, while you just chill and listen to me ramble on. I'm gonna cheap, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheap, I'm gonna keep it. Cheap, cheap, you are just a chicken. Cheap, 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 cheap. I'm gonna keep it chill and um, just have a good time. So this is maybe a sleepy one, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, but um, the first word is raspy, raspy. (laughs) Every now and then something comes along on the internet and goes viral and makes it just a little bit of a better place. It's rare, it's very rare, but it happens. Something will make its way through the the pit of molasses that is the online. The online. I was going to say the online world, but just the online. And bring many a smile to a face. Many a smile to many a face. And recently, that something, or should I say someone, is Jasper the doll. Now, Jasper is a very headstrong doll. I think they may have been a Barbie in a past life before they got some work done. They don't take any shit, have very vocal opinions, know what they want, and are also a total fashion icon, in my opinion. But the most unique part about Jasper, aside from their unbelievable comic timing, is their voice. The word raspy could not actually be more of an understatement when describing Jasper's voice. A more accurate description would be a handful of pebbles, some sand, and bubble gum all put into a blender and put on high. And also there's a 50cc moped going off next to it as well. All of that in one. <laughs> and weirdly, it's kind of asmr I don't know what I mean by that, but it just makes sense. My the, the simile generator in my head is not working too well today, but like I can't I cannot even get close to what it is. I can do metal vocals for days. My voice is sounds like this, but I can't I cannot do that rasp. So when you're done with this, search Jasper the Doll and you'll just have a great time. I'm surprised anything in my head is working today, to be honest. I put the kettle in the fridge. Yeah. Yesterday, I made myself a coffee in the morning, and just, boom, 
straight into the fridge after I'd poured out the water. And when I tried to put it back in there and it was too tall to fit in because it's a kettle, my reaction to it wasn't, oh, silly me, this is a kettle. <laughs> it doesn't belong in a fridge. My reaction actually was, why isn't this fitting? It fit earlier. Go in. Like, I, I, I could double down on my neuroticism. It's always a fun time. It's always a fun time. Going back to Jasper, Jasper is one of the funniest entities on the internet right now, I think. I'm sure many people will look them up and think, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and not get it at all. But if you're listening to me here, and me recommending them to you, we're probably on the same page. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. You'll enjoy it. Raspy voices have always been my favorite type of voices, man. Speaking and singing. Um, I think because I grew up listening to like, oh man, Joe Cocker, Guns N' Roses, Tom Waits when I got older. My mom loved Rod Stewart. Like, loved Rod Stewart. So, so I just grew up listening to, If you want my money and you think I'm sexy, come on down and let me know. Just gravel. Gravel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just felt like there was, there was so much emotion in them. Like they were just the raw, the raw ones, especially the ones that sounded like they were like just on the point of breaking, but never quite did. Like, yeah, show me that pain. Show me that pain. Lay your heart out on the line. Everyone used to think like, oh yeah, they all just smoke 40 fags a day. Obligatory disclaimer that fags mean cigarettes. Smoke 40 fags a day and that's all you have to do to get a voice like that. And it's not true. Your heart has to get burned, as well as your lungs. Huh? That's how you get that true bit of spice. Here's a question to leave the word on. Did you ever... <laughs> did you ever scream really loudly into a pillow, or otherwise, or into a blanket or something, just so you would have a voice that you thought sounded like raspy and sexy and mysterious? You don't need to answer. Just know that I know. I see you. You are seen. Okay, next is Road. Raspy and Road. Raspy Road. Raspy Road sounds like a place on the Fortnite map. Which I haven't played in a hell of a long time. I haven't played Fortnite in a minute. I think one of the last times I did, I was... I was doing a charity live stream in like 2020 during the pandemic, raising money for the Red Cross. The Red Cross? Yeah. It was, um, it was like 19 hours for COVID-19, I think. I think this was just before, I think I just started TikTok at this point. Maybe just before. I think I started TikTok in June 2020. I can't remember. And look at us now. 
Um, yeah, so 19 hours for COVID-19. And I think me and my friend, our man, we played hours of Fortnite. And I think we won, like, one game. <laughs> God damn it, it was so bad. We sucked, dude. Oh, man, I was supposed to get a t-shirt for that as well. Ah. Get a t-shirt for raising money for charity, not for sucking ass at Fortnite. <laughs> like a consolation prize for being really shit. Here's a t-shirt. I suck at Fortnite. Yeah, I've walked some roads in my time, man. Lonely roads. Less traveled roads. Rocky roads. I like those ones. Country roads. Always end up home when I walk them. And the occasional yellow brick road. And I've had a very good time doing it. I really want to do that thing that you see in movies at some point where there's like a really long road. Probably like Route 66 in the US or something like that where you can just drive drive a walk and there's like no one else around. It's just a big stretch of desert road. Just totally on your own. Isolated and on a road. I love that, man. Maybe there's a storm. I feel like there should be a storm. London in lockdown was really cool as well when it looked like, um, just totally looked like The Walking Dead. Or, no, not The Walking Dead. What is it? 28 Days Later. Yeah, man. Loved that. Just without the zombies. Tranquility. I'll take the tranquility. That's fine. But just... Hold the zombies. I'll take the tranquility. Just hold the zombies. Right away, sir. Yeah, I'm allergic. I I get all... Blech. <laughs> what do you think you'd do in, um, in a zombie apocalypse? The other man, there's no way I've not asked that question before. But are you like a like a lay down and just embrace your fate type of person? Or are you like, boom, let's go, survive, we're in this to the end, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Every, every time someone asks me what I do, I'm like, I genuinely don't know. Am I either going to be incre like absolutely incredible at survival and like Rick Grimesing the hell out of it? being an absolute beacon of hope to anyone around me or I will be dying <laughs> as soon as I walk out the door because I didn't look out for zombies enough like I just I, there was one direction I just didn't look in and I just walk into this zombie and it, it, like it wouldn't even have legs it would just be on the floor like crawling I'd walk into a crawling zombie like an absolute bell end, and it would just gnaw my ankle off. And I'd be like, right, well, that's that. It's like how I failed my first driving test by literally nearly crashing as soon as I turned out of the test center, and the examiner had to grab the wheel, and just, and as soon as he leant over, I was like, oh, and I had to do the rest of the test, bro. I had to do the rest of the test. It's like a thing. It was so awkward. It was... 
<laughs> Great experience, though. Loved it. Oh my god, man. That's what I get for drinking energy drinks before a test because I think they'll help me concentrate. <sighs> when were roads even invented, man? When was that a thing? 43 to 410 AD. <laughs> so after Jesus, so when Jesus was born and like the three wise men needed to get there, one was like, oh, we have to follow the North Star. And the other one was like, how, John? <laughs> we don't have any roads. What are we supposed to do, fly? Meanwhile, the other wise man, friggin' Andy, was <laughs> just stood there like, guys, what's a road? Oh, Andy, why are you even here? <laughs> I brought myrrh. Exactly, dude. What even is that? What's what the hell is myrrh? Oh, it's a. Wait, what's myrrh? Let me see what myrrh is. Oh, it's a. Uh, it's a. <laughs> oh, it's a. Uh, it's a gum resin, extracted from a number of small thorny tree species of the genus Comifora. What? What did he just say? Oh, I mean, uh. It's squishy, and it smells nice. This guy's weird, dude. I don't like him. It's so annoying, right? Because I <laughs> I really wanted to use the murder joke here, but I can't, I can't go around plagiarizing vines. Because, one, nothing will ever, the, will ever beat. I brought myrrh. Murder. Judas. No. Nothing will ever beat that. And two, plagiarism is just bad in general, but mostly number one. Judith, no. Plagiarism is bad, says the guy who copied and pasted a lot from Wikipedia throughout his entire academic career, but was smart enough to make it sound like his own work. They'll never know. Maybe they did, and they just didn't care. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, wait, this was the UK, though. 43 to 410 AD was when roads in the UK were... B Jesus wasn't born here. Oh, that throws a spanner in the works. Hello, my name's Jesus. How are you, governor? <laughs> oh, you bought me gold, frankincense and myrrh. That's very kind of you. You didn't have to do that. Oh, you shouldn't have. How did you get here, the M25? Oh no, that wasn't until 1986, wow. Anyway, balls. Balls. Dude, I was obsessed with bouncy balls as a kid. For real, man, I think they were the most fun. You know how I was talking about slinkies in the other episode? I think bouncy balls are even more simple and even more fun. It's the simple things, man. It's the simple things in life. Also, those like those big bouncy balls you make out of like a hundred rubber bands, yeah, and they're all wrapped around each other. I like them. I like them. I feel like balls must not only like predate maybe even the wheel and fire, but also I reckon it's 
it's probably one of the only other things that we may have in common with life on other planets. Like every civilization ever, as long as they have like hands or feet. Actually, not even hands, because dogs love balls. If there's a dog planet, they love balls even more than us. So as long as they have the means to entertain themselves with said balls, then they would have invented balls, I reckon. I also reckon on Earth, it's not going to have been one person that invented the ball, considering, like, nature kind of invented it, with, like, fruit and rocks that are just round. Balls are just plagiarized rocks, if you really think about it. Um, the, the oldest... The oldest known ball in the world is a toy made of linen rags and string that was found in an Egyptian child's tomb dating to about 2500 BC. Was that? No, that's not going to be before fire, is it? Before Christ, but not before fire. In Highland Mesoamerica, might be before the wheel, though. Fire, no, that was a reach. Or maybe... Because that's the oldest known ball. But like... Yeah, I don't know. Highland Mesoamerica. Evidence shows that ball games were played starting at least as far back as 1650 BC. Based on the finding of a monumental ball court. Though the oldest rubber ball found in the region dates to about 1600 BC. <laughs> they had bouncy balls in ancient Egypt. The new research found balls in three separate tombs. Get my childish mind out of the podcast. The new research found balls in three separate tombs near the modern city of Turfan in the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region in northwestern China. Oh, we're there now. Okay. The three graves date roughly from 1189 BC to 911 BC. Based on the way the tombs were built, the artifacts found inside, and radiocarbon dating. The area was part of the Yanghai Cemetery site, a group of about 3,000 graves first discovered in the 1970s by archaeologists in China. Of the 531 graves that have been excavated since 2003, those of three males each carried one of the balls analysed in this study. One of the three graves held the remains of a 40-year-old man with colourful wool pants. Vertman's colleagues believed the pants, which are especially suitable for horse riding, are the oldest trousers ever known in the world. We do not know the exact identity of this man, but when we consider also some of his other burial items, such as a horse tail, decorated with colourful bands and a tassel and, of course, the leather ball marked with a red cross, we may imagine that he enjoyed a special status in his community, perhaps of an excellent ball player who had to be remembered, Vertman said. So basically, the dude was an absolute vibe. He's like, with his, like, colourful pants and this, like, old ball, he is, in my opinion... The absolute epitome of ancient stoner hacky sack player. 
That's all I'm getting from this dude. Like he was just wearing trousers and just had a ball and was just playing keepy-ups all the time. And I would have loved to have been friends with him. Polite request to anyone listening who may be thinking about resurrecting peeps from way back when. Start with this guy. He sounds like a vibe. Just wake him back up. Whoa, where am I? You're in 2023. What do you remember? Well, last thing I remember, I was playing an awesome game of hacky sack with the pharaoh, and then everything went dark. And now I'm here. Man, I guess that guy did not like to lose. Pharaoh got salty and just killed this guy because he was better at hacky sack than him. And that is canon. <laughs> okay, last word is post paste there was always that one kid in school wasn't there eating paste just smacking it round his lips chomping down on some delicious paste was that an american thing though because we never did that in primary school over here we just stuck our fingers together with glue i don't i don't think we ate it i mean did you even do it over there was that just a trope in like all American school-based things, well, elementary school-based things over there. There was always that one paste-eating kid. But yeah, I don't know if American paste is like different from English paste. I don't, we just had glue, PVA glue. Do you remember Tipex? Tipex. Does anyone even... Tipex? Still watching Shit's Creek. Does anyone even use Tipex anymore? That might be the most boomery thing I've ever said. <laughs> Do these kids even know about Tipex? Do they even know how to paint a ridiculously uneven white line over written text because you made a mistake? No. <laughs> these days it's all backspace this and control Z that. <laughs> Damn kids today. Tipex was, is, probably, I'm scratching my belly a lot today, I hope you can't hear that, I don't know if it's picking up, I don't know if it's, it's why am I scratching my belly, why am I scratching my belly, um, what was I saying, Tipex, what was I saying about Tipex, oh my god, scratch, it's all it took was me becoming aware of scratching my belly to lose my train of thought, Tipex. It's like someone's just gone over that thought in Tipex. Ah, see, brought it back. I wish I could, like, deliberately Tipex some stuff out of my mind. That would be good. I think it's called, what's it, I think it's called Whiteout in other places. We just call it Tipex over here. I have no idea what it's made of, but it's like, it's like a little pot of paint it I, I don't even know what to call it apart from paint like little white paint it may as well be and it came with a little brush it was like nail it's like white nail polish that's what it was and it had that kind of nail polish brush so ow hit my elbow you dick the yeah it was like nail polish and you would just go over you would use the brush to go over mistakes on a piece of writing in pen like ink pen because obviously a rubber or an eraser wouldn't work 
However, did you, like me, ever try to use an eraser or a rubber to rub out ink? Because I definitely did. And I think everyone, I think it's one of those things that everyone has tried once. I think so. Anyway, Tipex, Tipex, Tipex. Tipex, Tipex came in this pot. Tipex was really difficult to use in a straight line. The same as like, it's hard to paint your nails accurately. It was hard to use Tipex. And of course, there was this kid who could do it really neatly and make perfect lines. The same kid who was really good at handwriting, obviously. And I'm starting to realize <laughs> that I compared myself a lot as a child to other children. Huh. Interesting. We'll unpack that later. Anyway, my prayers of inferiority were answered in the form of a little mouse version of Tipex that came out. So instead of like an ugly white snail trail over your work, you could use this little mouse thing that was shaped like, like it was kind of shaped like a mouse, but it sort of had more the shape of like a weird speech mark, not speech mark, speech bubble, um, where the little nib of the speech bubble was like the, I'm putting my finger to my mouth, like that makes a difference. Um, that was like the, 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 where the Tipex came out, but it was like, it came out as like a strip of tape almost, like Tipex tape, and you would just press that against your like disgrace of a mistake and just pull it across and no one would have to know how much of a failure you were as a person. <laughs> Great, huh? I'd like to see the Tipex version of messages, like digital online messages where it's it's not erased or unsent. It all just gets redacted. You send an accidental email to your boss and it just ends up looking like some like classified documents from the CIA. I'll go on Dragon's Den with that. I'll probably I'll probably get laughed out of the room. What do you have over, what do you, we have dragons then, don't we? What does everyone else have? Shark tank? Is that what you guys have? Shark tank? I don't know. Um, but yeah, we're not talking about tipex, we're talking about paste. I don't even think we called it paste over here, like the school paste. It was just glue. Copy and paste. Copy and glue. Cut and glue. Cut and stick? I don't know. Was it, was it really that bad for you to eat? Like, are the paste kids, like affected now like are you okay let's have a look was it bad to eat buddy? hang on hang on what apparently school paste is just flour sugar water and a couple of other things really okay we definitely had glue not paste this is blowing my mind. No wonder you lot ate it. It's basically cake. <laughs> no, not cake. Pasta. It's like basically pasta. <sighs> Paste. Pasta. There's one letter difference. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> That's basically the same thing. We've all been eating paste, guys, for our entire lives. Just cooked paste. Wow. Look at us. Look at us, guys. Turns out, 
there's a little bit of Ralph Wiggum in all of us. And with that, I'm going to head off. <laughs> there isn't really a better note for me to end on than that. Um, except, except with everything that I said earlier about Tipex, please don't Tipex your life. Own your failures. I'm being, to I'm being very serious now. Own your failures and keep moving forward, knowing that they're all, all of them are leading you somewhere amazing if you keep going and learning from them. Okay? Okay. I hope you feel a bit more chilled. Everything might be up in the air for like a, like a month. Um, it's just a bit of a crazy time, but we take it day by day and we move. And it's nice to talk to you. So with that, take care of yourself because I'm going to take care of myself. Be kind to yourself and I'm going to be kind to myself. And I will speak to you soon. Okay. Bye.